Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. I'm finally back after an extended and extremely annoying bout of illness. Uh, I had a, a bad chest infection. And I was coughing really hard, which makes it kind of tricky to do a live radio show. Um, at one point, actually, I was trying to do some Savage Tier raiding with my uh, free company on Final Fantasy XIV. And uh, they said it sounded like I was trying to hack up a lung. So that was fun. I, I'm mostly better now. Uh, Greyfall's ill. Um, but I'm better, so let's carry on. So, this episode was delayed, but here we are, so I thought we would take a look at one of Sega's early titles, which I've not actually talked about much um, before, and that is the Bonanza Brothers. So this started out on the Sega System 24 arcade hardware, and it was released in 1990. And this game sees you playing as two thieves called Robo and Mobo, who are shown wearing red and blue tops respectively. Their job is to retrieve several valuable objects which are scattered around each level and avoid the various guards that are set on stopping them. To aid them in their task, Robo, Robo and Mobo each have a firearm which can stun the guards, allowing the duo time to get by or run away from the guards. Your game screen is always split horizontally even if you're playing single player, and between the top and bottom half of the screen is an area showing the number of lives you have the time remaining, and a map of the area that you are going through. Following its arcade release, this game was ported across a range of console and home computers. It's another one of those that was like any console or home computer that sat still and existed for long enough would have a port of this on it. So it was on the Master System, Mega Drive, Amiga, Amstrad CPC, Atari ST, Commodore 64, uh, PC Engine, Super CD-ROM 2, X68000, and the ZX Spectrum. So there's quite a lot of the things that it ended up on, oddly enough. Um, so hello to the Discord chat. It's been a while, I'm happy to see everyone. I've got Aleri, Electric Boogaloo, um, my husband Grofor, who look, looks like he's feeling sorry for himself. Possibly Doan? Although, apparently, Hugo has, has stolen Doan's PC chat. Uh, that Doan has- uh, uh, Hugo is uh, Doan's cat. Uh, he looks very comfy, though. Hugo is a lovely cat. I've met him several times. He is quite a large cat, but very has a very tiny squeaky meow. It's very cute. Uh, I've got quite a lot of uh, music requests uh, for this episode. Thank you to everyone who sent in a music request. Um, hello Dawn, I'm glad to see that you're here. Um, but yeah, uh, so I, I was sick with, with a cough and a chest infection. Tony's, uh, uh, Grofor's now got a cough, although you're, you're feeling a bit better, aren't you, sweetie? A little bit. <coughs> so if you hear any noise in the background, it's probably him trying not to die. So before he passes away, uh, let's have some music then. So our first request. Uh, comes from Pocket Larry, and that is from the PC Engine CD-ROM 2 version of uh, Bonanza Brothers. We've got Bonanza Gogo, 
And then uh, another request, again from the PC Engine version, uh, we have Bonanza Brothers Duty, and that was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So have a listen to these, and I'll be back after the music break. Hi, I need fruit here from Club Sega, and you're listening to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Please invite me back to the palace. Let me in. Let me in.
we are back! And that was Bonanza Brothers on the PC Engine CD. And that was Bonanza Brothers Duty, broadcasted by Electric Boogaloo. And then before that we had, also from Bonanza Brothers on the PC Engine CD-ROM 2, Bonanza Go Go! That was requested by Pocket and Larry. And, and Greyfall, I swear to God, I am going to divorce or kill you. Or divorce, then kill you. <laughs> Moving on. So, before the music break, I talked about the various different ports of the original Bonanza Brothers. Uh, oh, hello, Multiclass Geek. Wasn't expecting you here, but it's nice to see you. And despite the obvious graphical and audio differences expected from each of the different ports, one major change can be found on the Master System, as it only had a single player mode, meaning it's shown in full screen instead of split screen, which is standard on the other versions, and it means that if you, but you lose the map portion of the screen as it only shows you the map at the start of each level, so better hope you have a good memory. <coughs> And Alari, I'm not clicking on that spoiler. I I, I have a concern. Um Ah, oh, someone said Puyo Puyo three times in a mirror, so here you are. Okay, cool. Whoever that is, thank you very much. Where was I? Dear God. So the pain at the start of the show, right. Uh yeah, so these uh the map portion of the display only shows up at the start of each level, so better hope you have a pretty good memory if you want to play this version of the game. I know, take a picture, draw a map. Well, let's be honest, you'll probably go on game FAQs. One of the other changes that can be found if you're playing the North American version of the game, as not only were Robo and Mobo renamed as Mike and Spike, which is really hilarious for some of us, including Grey 4 and Multiclass Geek, because we share a friend whose real name is Mike, but we all call him Spike. So, yeah, that's funny. Um, the game plot was changed as well. Instead of being thieves, Mike and Spike were famous investigators hired to test the security for mysterious businessmen's properties, which have been targeted for robberies. So, yeah, I think they were trying to not, not uh, glorify crime or something, but it just comes out as really weird. Especially in the modern day when you've got things like Payday and Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that. But this was not the last time we'd see the Burgling Brothers, as many of you will call as a racing duo on Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. And while this was the most recent appearance, there were more games featuring the pair which came out a few years after their initial appearance. So, <laughs> Grove was saying, we're not thieves, we're security consultants. Yes, of course you are. That sounds like a great front for actually getting into a place, though. It sounds like something you'd hear on Leverage. In fact, they've probably done that on Leverage. Now then, released for in 1993 for arcades and 1994 for the Mega Drive and Game Gear, we have Puzzle and Action Tant R. This is a puzzle game made in the same graphical style as Bonanza Brothers. Alongside the original game of Bonanza Brothers, the puzzle portion of this game sees you playing as the pair of detectives dressed like Sherlock Holmes and Watson, chasing an escaped criminal and his goons. In an attempt to thwart you, one of the goons will block your path and have 
complete four mini-games to continue. These mini-games include a variety of odd themes, including sharpening a pencil, counting blocks, taking photos of speeding objects, and inflating a balloon and making it pop in order to wake up a chicken. This sounds like the spiritual predecessor to WarioWare to me. So is this another case of Sega did it first? Hmm. Let me know in the chat. Uh, Electric Boogaloo has helpfully put up the title screen. It's actually quite a nice looking game. It's uh, it's very colourful and uh, quite pleasant to look at. And I'm going to play a couple of tracks from it. Um, I'm going to play arc the arcade mode theme from the Game Gear version. And then a track called Arrange the Pieces, which is from the Mega Drive version. Uh, the Game Gear version's actually got some really nice uh, kind of chiptune feel. So uh, have a listen and let me know what you think. And I'll be back after this musical break to talk about the second puzzle and action game. Enjoy. Drive version arranged the pieces, and before that we had also from Puzzle and Action Tantar, but from the Game Gear version, the arcade mode theme. <clears throat> and Grofor says that he thought that the Puzzle and Action game was more like point blank but without the light gun element. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Electro Boogaloo also says that there is one of the Puzzle and Action games which is available through the Sega Ages line on the Nintendo Switch. 
<coughs> so our next game, uh, speaking of um, <laughs> puzzle action games, released in the arcades in 1995 and on the Sega Saturn in 1996, we have puzzle and action Ichidan R. And this follows in the same line as the last game, only instead of detectives you're playing as a pair of palace guards as they look to rescue a princess who is kidnapped by an evil king. The gameplay is pretty much the same, you need to complete a series of four minigames in order to proceed. There are some of the same minigames from the first game, although there are new ones, including Mr. Conductor, where you have to press the right buttons to get the conductor to make the right moves, so rhythm game basically. A dancing chimp where you need to match up a pair of chimpanzees doing the same dance and target practice where you have to shoot the same targets as shown by the game. Once you have managed to get through several stages of the minigames, your final fight sees you destroying the evil king's throne as he throws fireballs at you. Upon the king's defeat, you're then shown the number of minigames you've played and your total score. Depending on who, uh, on who got the highest score, the princess will then come up to them and express their love to the winner. Hmm. The last game in the series was also released for arcades in 1995 and the Saturn in 1996 and sees you playing as a pair of treasure hunters in Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt, also known as Puzzle and Action Tudu Arukoto Ha Sand A in Japan and Puzzle and Action Bomul Il Shajara in South Korea. I've probably butchered those pronunciations, I apologise greatly. And Pocket Larry is saying all these different professions the Bonanza Brothers have just makes me think the security consultants thing is really a front. Yeah, I think they're basically like leverage. Um, you know, they're, they're grifters, they're scammers. They must be very good at it. Maybe we can, uh, like, uh, headcanon that they, they give to the poor or something. They, they rob rich businessmen who have screwed people over and gives the money back to their victims like leverage does. I like this, I like this interpretation. I'm going to go with that one. Let's have a bit more music then. So uh, I'm going to talk a bit more about uh, Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt um, after this music break. But uh, first of all, we're going to have another couple of requests. And these are both from Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt. Uh, first of all, the arcade version. And this is UFO, Where Are You? And then from the Saturn version, we have Emergency Moving 911. Both of those were requested by our demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist, Nicholas Haman. And then, just for fun, because a lot of the tracks from these are quite short, I've put in a third one for this block, and that is Bonanza Brothers for the Amiga Bonanza Elegy. So, please enjoy those, and I'll speak to you after this music break to talk a bit more about Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt.
morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nicolas Aman, the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist. And you're listening to... The Hidden Palace. from Bonanza Brothers on the Amiga Bonanza Elegy. Before that we had from Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt on the Saturn, Emergency Moving 911, and before that uh, Treasure Hunt on the Arcade, UFO Where Are You? And both of those were requested by Nicholas Haman. <coughs> so, going back to Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt, as you might expect with the other games in this series that I have talked about, you will go through various stages, collect, completing a selection of mini-games in order to progress. The mini-games in this one wonderfully are all pretty much unique and aren't obvious duplicates of the ones that are from the previous two games that I've already spoken about. The games that you can expect to play are Pushman, where you move a station officer in front of several train doors where you need to push the people inside so the doors can close. This is actually a thing that happens in Tokyo, apparently. Uh, the trains get so crowded that they have to actually push people in so the doors can close. And I thought the trains in the UK were bad. And then again, the trains in Japan at least run on time. <laughs> Moving on. The next one is called Sherbet is Delicious, where you try and grind a large ice cube to make a bowl of shaved ice. Uh, I think this is a, a, a translation thing. I, um, 
I think we'd call it sorbet. Uh, because I'm not really sure why they would refer to shaved ice as sherbet, because that's like powdered flavoured sugar. To make it even more confusing in uh, the part of the world that I grew up in, we'd refer to powdered sugar, uh, powdered flavoured sugar as K-Line. So, language is awkward, and English is a pain in the backside, isn't it? Anyway. And finally we have Dynamite Punch, where you have a boxer hit a weighted ball in an effort to win a prize ball. As a slight departure from the formula, at the end of each state you now get a boss fight of sorts, the first being against a large guy called Hercules, and you have to push against a wall, separating you both till he uh, either gets flattened by the opposite uh, till he gets flattened by the opposite wall. <laughs> so that's good. Squish. So yeah, I I do think that the puzzle and action games are kind of early precursors to the WarioWare series. It's becoming more and more apparent. So Pocket Larry, I believe the English is actually just a psyop. The English language is like five of the languages standing on each other's shoulders wearing a trench coat. Um, and this is what happens when you... And, and it, its grammar makes absolutely no sense at all because this is what happens when you try and have, force a Germanic language to have Latin grammar. Terrible, terrible things. Hypnotised Christian Slater giving Austin Powers an orange sherbet. Yeah, that that looked like a tub of ice cream as well, which is really bizarre considering that the English would just you just have sugar, like the, the kind of powdered sugar. And no, language is weird, man. Right, where was I? So even though I did mention this earlier on, and I'm going to loop my talk bed. I'd be remiss if I didn't at least go over it a little bit here. Uh, so in Sonic and All Stars, in Sega All Stars Racing, Robo and Bobo start as a racing pair in their getaway wagon, and their All Star move is called Blimp Strike, where Robo throws Mobo onto the blimp and then starts raining bombs from, from uh, onto the other racers below. Though an interesting thing to note that in the DS version of the game, Mobo drives the getaway wagon on his own, and when you use the all-star move, the blimp is driven by Robo, who throws bombs ahead of him. Slight variation there. <laughs> Multiclass Geek saying, English doesn't borrow from other languages, it follows them into dark alleys, knocks them out and rifles through their pockets for spare grammar. Never has true, have truer words been said, my friend. So let's have a little bit more music, shall we? Um, Pocket Lyrics. I want to make a joke here about England and other countries, but it might be a bit too political. Yeah, basically England is evil. England is like the evil empire from all the films. Every film. If there's an evil empire, it's based on the British Empire. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Moving on. So let's have some more music then. Uh, so another track from Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt on the Saturn. This one is A Day of Pushman. And that was requested by Electric Boogaloo. And then, oh look, a reason to play a track from Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. So I'm going to have the main title theme from that. Because Bentley Jones is awesome, so you're going to have so much more.
Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, So Much More by Bentley Jones. It's such a good track. I was actually singing along with some of it. Oh, uh, and before that we had from Puzzle and Action Treasure Hunt on the Saturn A Day of Pushman, requested by Electric Boogaloo. That's actually a really funky track. Uh, would, um, would actually go quite well in a DJ set. So maybe I'll put it in one someday. So it's time for the Chipchen Corner. So, um, Twitter is not doing well for reasons so i built myself a social media life raft over on mastodon um and on there i found some pretty amazing chip tune artists and one of those is called cyanide danson and cyanide danson is an 8-bit musician who specializes in using the game boy to craft funky tunes they also organize chip tune shows in paris which i believe is where they live uh they have a Bandcamp page, and you can also find them on Mastodon, where they are at cyanidedancen at rivals.space. If you want to find me on Mastodon, um... Uh, what's my thing over on there? I forget. Oh yes, Blazing Skies at tech.lgbt. So, I'll post, uh, I'll post, paste the link to their Bandcamp page into the Discord chat. Cyanide Danson, I think I see what they did there. Yeah, it's a, it's a play on Caramel Danson. It's pretty cool. Uh, if you enjoy the track that I'm going to play, please consider checking out their Bandcamp page. Uh, if you can wait till the Bandcamp Friday, that's even better. But this is The Sugar Rush by Cyanide Danson. So let, have a listen, let me know what you think, and I'll be back after this to close out the show. A little bit early, but, you know tracks for this uh, episode are kind of short. Time to the breaks. Anyway, enjoy. I'll speak to you soon.
And that was The Sugar Rush by Cyanide Danson. Once again, you can check them out at cyanidedanson.bandcamp.com or find them on Mastodon where they are at cyanidedanson at rivals.space. Uh, you can also follow me on uh, the Mastodon server tech.lgbt where I am at Blazing Skies. So that's at Blazing Skies at tech.lgbt. You can also still find me on Twitter for as long as it lasts where I am at Blazing Skies. Or you can find me, uh, or you can reach me through the official Radio Sega Discord, Facebook page, and Twitter. Or you can contact me directly on Discord where I'm skyblaze42-54499. <coughs> it's not just Rotherham Multiplastic, it's most of Yorkshire. So, shush. And no, I will not explain further. Anyway, thank you everybody who tuned in tonight. Uh, my next show is going to be part of Winterfest, and it's probably going to be on a Sunday, but be sure to keep checking the website and the Discord for the official schedule. I'm planning on talking about Batman games, so if you have any requests related to Batman games on any Sega consoles, please let me know, and I'll be sure to put them on the list. And of course I'm going to be doing one of my evil Winterfest quizzes with a fabulous prize on offer. Um, in fact, the last song for tonight is related to the prize that I'm going to be giving out. So until then, my friends, I've been Skyblaze, and this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Take care, and good night.
Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. 